want to see my face? What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another Spooktober episode. Uh, this is after number one, but not quite number two. So we've agreed to just call it Spooktober episode number 1.5. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> and before we hop into this episode, I am Mark. And I'm Brooke. And who are we joined with tonight? We are joined by my lovely girlfriend, Bettina. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Getting brownie points. Yeah. We're <laughs> playing it up. So, uh, yeah, if you guys didn't see our Instagram post the other day, um, this episode, well, not this specific episode, but we were supposed to uh, record an episode with Michael from We Love Horror this week, but uh, there was some issues with internet connections and whatnot. So uh thankfully Brooke had a little bit of a backup plan and <laughs> we're we're doing this. Yeah. Do you want to tell them what we're doing? Well I was gonna give you the honors. Oh oh thank you. Thank you. Uh yeah so we are talking about 2019's haunt uh the shutter exclusive. Um I was telling you like I think last week I was like fuck there's a movie I really wanted to talk about this month but just didn't fit into our schedule and uh it was this one and now it kind of did so perfect we uh shoved it right in there no lube (laughs) (laughs) oh man um but yeah like i don't want to get too much into it right now but i think this movie like it kind of came out of nowhere and just instantly became a fan favorite and a Halloween classic for years to come, I think. Oh, 100%. Like, um, I know, like, this is my second time watching it. I watched yeah. it when it first came out last year in October. Um, what about you? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. This is my second time watching it. But, like, right after I watched it, I, like, couldn't wait to watch it again. Right. But yeah. it's just, I I took a year to watch it again. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, Me too. It, it's a, I don't know. I think it's a great movie. <clears throat> Yeah, this is my first time watching it, and I thought it was pretty good. The concept is neat. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they kind of flipped the script a little bit on it and yeah. a- added more of like layers than what I definitely expected whenever I first watched it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, are we going to do podcast shoutouts and patron shoutouts in this one? or? Um, yeah, I may as well do it quickly. All right. So yeah, for podcast shoutouts, we'll start off with It's a Horror Podcast. These guys are still on a little bit of a hiatus, um, hoping very much that they come back soon. Um, we miss hearing you guys. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, next up is Daniel from the Creepy Crap Podcast. As always, this motherfucker is pumping out episodes left, right, and center. And he's yeah. uh, he's introducing me to a lot of new artists and bands too so i'm i'm enjoying this new format that he's doing i'm glad he's doing it yeah me too uh next up is michael from we love horror as i said before he was supposed to be on an episode with us this week but that's getting postponed we are doing an episode with him um uh as long as everything works out 
this time around. But um, yeah, he's pumping out some episodes too. I think he's got some more in the works that uh, he's going to be releasing. And lastly is our boy Chuck from Chuck Goes to the Movies. And I have not listened to his newest episode yet, but I am so excited to listen to it because as you know, it's one of my favorite movies from the past like five or so years. And uh, I really want to hear his thoughts on it and how they've changed with his second watch of it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too, man. But, uh, oh, that, yeah, the episode is on the movie Midsummer. Yeah. Which I think comes out uh, next week. I think the, was it the 20th or was it today? I think it came out today. No, I could be wrong. I'll check. Not if I check first. Oh, meticulously planned. Oh, now he's playing. Oh, it. Now I'm playing <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. It's not out yet, but uh, yeah, he just released an episode on the Invisible Man too with um, uh, Anthony from Porcelain Peak. Yes. So yep. check that one out while you're waiting for the Midsummer episode to come out. Yeah. And actually, while I'm looking at my podcast app, Michael just released an episode today. Oh, did he? So, yeah, going to be checking that one out over the weekend. And uh, I want to give just a quick little shout out to two more podcasts. Um, I've already I've already said one of their names, but Porcelain Peak, want to give them a quick shout out. Uh, These guys are crazy supportive. We just had Anthony on for an episode on uh, the original Maniac and the Maniac remake. And we had a great time conversing with him with that movie. And uh, yeah, these guys put out fucking fantastic episodes like they do yeah i can't wait to listen to the next one after i finish each episode yeah Yeah, i just finished the uh the werewolf one for their 31 uh days of halloween yeah um and the next one is the witches so i'm really excited for that one yeah yeah it should be good and lastly i want to talk about the lads and lass over at horror movie crew um they're kind of going through the whole Halloween franchise this month. Um, All the important ones anyways. And uh, yeah, they've been good episodes so far and I highly recommend this podcast. These guys are great. Um, We've kind of really built a strong friendship and rapport with them. Yep. So yeah. And uh, their merch uh, store just opened as well. Yes. And uh, I've been shit on by them for not ordering anything yet, but you're in their good books. I am. Yeah. You know, I got to, you know, get on their good side. (laughs) So congratulations. (laughs) Um, What have you guys been up to? It's weird having two of you on here. (laughs) I know we've uh, been trying to watch some horror movies every night, but yeah, it's hard. It is. Um, what are some we watched? Uh, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, Bettina nice. watched Hocus Pocus for the first time. It was the first time. Oh. I'd never seen it when I was younger, which is weird because it came out, um, you know, around the time when I would have been a kid and probably super interested in seeing it, but I just never saw it until recently. And I'm like, wow, like, how did I never see this before? <laughs> so you liked it then? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah it was it. great. Uh, we watched uh, Hush. Great movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. Can't really remember what else yeah. we watched. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember either. Um, we've been watching a lot of like TV shows. Like we started Utopia. Yeah. Um, which is good. We like it so far. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did we watch? I don't know. This week's been kind of a blur, to be honest. Like after Thanksgiving and yeah. everything, kind of like all blurred together. So 
Yeah, understandable. Yeah. You're still in a turkey coma. Yeah, exactly. But we had like the trifecta of like celebration meats. We had roast beef, we had turkey, we had ham, like the full, like all three of them. So yeah, it's good eating, but definitely <laughs> some recovery time needed. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. What about you, man? Um, I watched, sorry, I'm going to move my mic with me because I'm turning around. <laughs> um, I watched Starry Eyes the other night. Like I've been trying to, you've seen that stack in my window in my basement. Like I've just been trying to work my way through that, even though I'm adding to it while I'm doing it, which is stupid, but, um, but yeah, so I watched starry eyes. I watched the burning. I've watched, uh, insidious three and insidious last key. Uh, last key sucks, but insidious three was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I watched crawl. Nice. And I've watched uh, The Fog with Jamie Lee Curtis and The Howling. I can't remember who was in that, but yeah, I watched that one. Um, Still trying to work my way through The Haunting of Hill House before I watched Bly Manor. Yeah, we haven't even started Hill House yet. (laughs) Um, Like, we've both watched it before, but... Yeah, yeah. I just want to go through it again before I watch the new season, even though it's different, but whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, last night, I don't know if you've seen it on Netflix, but uh, it's called The Cabin. It's um, Burt Kreischer's new show. Oh, I saw that when I was on Netflix today. It looked good. Is it it good? is. It's hilarious. Yeah. I There's five episodes. They're half an hour long. And I watched all of them last night. Um, oh, damn. I threw it on like at bed, like whenever I went to bed and I was like, yeah, I'll just fall asleep to this. No, I watched the whole series. Oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, it's really good. I recommend it. That's great. All right. You guys ready to hop into this movie? Well, we're going to crack some... uh, Oh, yeah. True, true. Some drinks first. Yeah. So uh, you do the honors, man. (laughs) I don't even want to tell you what I'm drinking tonight. (laughs) Just wait. All right. There's my crack. That was a good one. Um, So, yeah, I'm not drinking beer tonight either. Okay. I'm... uh, I had to raid my fridge because yes. I forgot to go to the beer store. <laughs> yes. um, so I'm drinking one of Sarah's Mike's Hard Lemonades. Nice. Those uh, are good. Real classy. Um, <laughs> so I was going to say that uh, we didn't get beer either. So we kind of raided our fridge as well. Yeah. And I'm drinking something for uh, Seth or horror, horror movie crew. And oh, it sounds like, sounds like you are as well. Um <laughs> Because he says that I look like a guy who drinks my card lemonade. So. <laughs> that is that is true, yeah. Uh, so we got a couple uh, sangrias over here. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I fuck with sangria. It's so good. White or red? Red. Red. Nice. Yes, yes. The only time ice is acceptable in red wine. Casey. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, oh my gosh. <clears throat> Can't believe that shit. I know. <laughs> fucking guy. All right. Let's jump into this fucking movie. Let's do it.
We are talking about 2019's Haunt, and we'll start with the synopsis. On Halloween, a group of friends encounter an extreme haunted house that promises to feed on their darkest fears. The night turns deadly as they come to the horrifying realization that some nightmares are real. Pretty accurate. Yeah, definitely. And not very telling of what actually happens, which I like. Yeah, exactly. Um, So this movie was directed by Scott Beck and Brian Woods. And from what I could tell, this is like their first full length movie that really gained any steam. Excuse me. Everything else has been like short films and whatnot, but they did write a quiet place and a quiet place too, which is interesting. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. So I think they're like predominantly writers, but they did a great job with this movie. So I hope they continue directing. Yeah. And this movie was also produced by the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Eli Roth. Yes. And uh, it definitely has a lot of his hand in it, I think. Like, you can tell that it's a movie that he's touched. Oh, yeah. I, de- I bring that up a little bit later in my review. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for sure. Like, it's very gory and, like, the kills are pretty fucking sick. Um, as for a cast, I mean, there's nobody that's really well known. Um We have Katie Stevens. She plays Harper. She's in two TV shows called The Bold Type and Faking It. Never seen either one of them or heard of them. Nope. (laughs) Um, But she seems to be uh, a pretty big character in those shows. And she's in the movie Polaroid, which is on Netflix. And I've wanted to watch it, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. But yeah, it's another horror movie. Uh, Next is Will Britton. And he played Nathan. And he is in Kong, Skull Island, as just a small part, I think. Uh, A movie called Everybody Wants Some and Blow the Man Down. Hmm. And lastly, well, yeah, lastly, for the main cast, I have Lauren Alyssa McLean. She played Bailey. Uh, She's in a TV show called Step Up High Water and another show called Descendants Wicked World. Hmm. I've. I've heard of these descendant shows, but I think they're like for kids, but yeah, 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 I think so. And I wanted to give just a little quick shout out to, uh, Damien Maffey or Maffei. He played the devil character in this one. Yeah. But he also played the man in the mask in the strangers pray at night. So that was pretty cool. And also looking at his uh, filmography, I see that he's in the, uh, Ron turn, uh, remake which I didn't yes. know was a thing. I didn't know that either. <laughs> <laughs> but, Is that a movie that needs to be remade? No, I don't think so. Like that franchise isn't great, but no, I mean, it's still fairly new enough that it doesn't really need a remake. I don't think. Yeah. I think they could do some really like fucked up things with it. Cause it was pretty fucked up like back in the two thousands, but Yeah. They could do a sequel and put the right turn instead of the wrong turn. <laughs> oh, sorry. She's oh. got jokes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that movie actually has the guy that plays uh ghost in it, in it as well. Oh, does it? Yeah. yeah. I didn't look too far into those, uh, 
into the side characters in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about the look of them. I'm assuming later on, but like, Oh yeah. I just want to bring up like they, the makeup on them looks so good. Like they do. Yeah. The dev, like this Damien Maffei or Maffi or whatever, like he played the devil and he had, um, like insane facial body modifications and shit like that. And like, it looked like it was real. Like I actually wanted, like, as I was watching it, I wanted to look it up and see like, does this guy actually have this shit? Yeah. Cause well, I just found, uh, yeah. Like want to just get, hop into the discussion then. Yeah. Yeah. We might yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I was just thinking like, as you're reading the, uh, um, the synopsis of it, it has like an extreme haunted house, but you, you could see that in like two like terms, like it's kind of hinting at the movie because all these people have like extreme body modifications. Mm-hmm. That's also like an extreme haunted house. Like people are well dying, obviously. Yeah. 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 Like it, it plays on everybody's fears. Like that's an extreme part. And then, yeah, like you said, the, the actors quote unquote that are in the haunted house are extreme as fuck too. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And I like how all of their masks, like whenever they have their masks on, it portrays like who they look like underneath it too. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, where shall we start? I don't know. Um, where are you? <laughs> I like how uh, I kind of don't like how I don't, don't like is a word. But just like the the physical abuse that uh, the main um, character Harper, like it kind of like, I don't doesn't feel like real. Like it kind of feels like they threw like the dad part in. Like I don't know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, like you feel it's forced almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I don't like know. Like it, I, f- I, I feel like it's. Yeah, go uh, ahead. No, you go. Um. Yeah, I just feel like it's kind of like forced to like get some sort of character arc mm-hmm. out of one of these characters because the rest of the, like the main uh protagonists like you don't really know any of their backstory or anything like that it's yeah. just this one girl who's like physically abused and that's an interesting point because like the whole point of this haunted house is that it's preying on the people's fears so like why do we only have one backstory and one person that has like a severe fear of something yeah. yeah. Like why aren't the rest of the characters in the movie? Um, like, why don't we have their backstory? It just feels like the character Harper, who's the main character, she's like the only main character and everybody else is just a subsidiary character with like, like you don't care about them at all, which is unfortunate because there's so many of them at the start. And like when each one dies, you don't really feel for them whenever they die. You feel for like Harper who has to witness it all. Yeah. Like really <clears throat> like the only one that I really kind of like cared about was, um, what's her name? Uh, the, the girl that was in the cat costume. Bailey. Mallory. Uh, yeah. Bailey. Oh, Bailey. Mallory. Yeah. Bailey was in the cat costume. Yeah. Cause she was Harper's roommate. Right. Yeah. And she, she was the only one that really well knew and I guess cared about, her physical relationship with uh, her boyfriend, um, uh, Sam. Sam. Yeah. 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 Because all these other people that are in it, they're not like, 
I don't know, like they're all friends, but they don't seem like they're really a tight knit group of friends. Yeah, like the only ones that seem kind of close is uh, Bailey and um, Harper. Harper, yeah. And then Nathan and that fat guy, they're like buddies, but they just met them at a bar. Yeah. And then like Mallory and um, Angela, they're like part of their roommates, but like they don't seem like they care that much. Mm -hmm. It almost feels like they just started rooming together. Like it's like their first year of university. They just all moved in together. Like it almost seems like that's the situation. And then Halloween rolls around and like you still don't really know people all that well, but like you hang out just because like there are people that you met like while you were there and you just kind of all hang out together, but you still don't like, you're not super, super close with each other. Yeah. It's kind of what it felt like to me. Like it was some sort of like university, um, kind of like get together, like the party that they went to. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like the rest of them were all just kind of like friends that just met like maybe a month ago and we're just rooming together and hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, like you have nothing in common other than the fact that you're in like the same dorm together or something yeah. like that. Like that's the vibe that I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. But I did I did feel like Harper portrayed the abuse pretty well because like at the beginning whenever she is like covering up her makeup and um uh Bailey comes up and says, "Oh, I think your boyfriend just threw a pumpkin at her door." And she just denies it right away. He's like, oh, no, he would. he's not like that. He wouldn't do that. And then yeah. he's like about to break up with them and then doesn't break up with them. And so it's kind of like de- that denial stage, right? Yeah. I'm gonna, I want to toss out a counterpoint because like I like her backstory mm-hmm. with, with the physical abuse from her father because she grew up with it. And then a lot of times like in a like with parental abuse people grow up and they kind of fall into that same pattern whenever they get older not so much that they look for it but it's like it becomes a part of their life later on in life too yeah um i don't really know like the whole like i i'm i i do not know what i'm trying to get at but like it it's progressed through her life from like as a child into her adult life with her boyfriend and then whenever she gets into the haunted house like the devil he he goes after her at one point and she says don't hit me sam Mm -hmm. and he takes his mask off and he's like oh who's sam so now he now he knows that she's in an abusive relationship yeah and and he plays on that fear throughout the rest of the movie and he keeps saying to her, let's take that mask off. Let's take that mask off because she, and that's another thing. Like that's one of those layers, like one of the little Shrek onion layers of this <laughs> movie is like the whole mask thing, right? Like all these killers in the movie, they're wearing these masks and then they take the masks off and what's underneath them is even more fucking scary than, than the actual mask itself. Yeah. So he tells her, let's take that mask off because she's putting on this facade all throughout her life that she's a happy person and like everything's going well in her life and whatnot. But only a select few people know what she actually goes through currently and what she's gone through in her past. And now this guy who she doesn't know who's trying to kill her has this has this ammo on her. And I think I think that makes that character arc so much stronger. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Um, All right, I'm out. See you later. 
Yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I was also going to bring up, uh, who uses Lyft these days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie's not that old. No, no. It's <laughs> like I've never heard or seen anyone use Lyft. Like, I don't know. It's probably more like predominant down in the States than up in here in Canada. Like, I yeah. you know Lyft is in Ottawa, but... Yeah. I know people that use it. Apparently it can be cheaper than Uber, depending on how you use it. And they do send out a lot of like deals and stuff like that. But I, yeah, cause they need customers. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. Like but. Evan in the movie, whenever they're driving to the haunted house and he just like puts his lift thing, like in the window and is like, okay, Oh, charging yeah. you guys to <laughs> go to the haunted house. Fuck and you. It's like this guy's, he's like, oh, I need to be professional and, you know, you'd make money. Meanwhile, in his back seat, he has no seats at all. <laughs> <laughs> They're like sitting on the floor. Yeah. Top notch service. Definitely. Five um, stars. <laughs> do you think that the the freaks or the, the workers at the haunted house? Um, scoped this group out or specifically Harper mm. because the devil guy shows up at the bar. Yeah. Or at least, yeah, the- I, I guess so. Yeah, that would make sense. I think they did because remember when they drove up to where the haunted house was and then like, they didn't really know where they were going, but Harper kind of had like, she said, Oh, like turn right. And then they went up there and then there was that like flashing sign that all of a sudden turned on. That was like haunted house yeah. this way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I it thought that was before. weird too. Yeah. Because she, she thought that Seth or no Sam was following them. Yeah. So I think she was just kind of like, okay, turn down this road just randomly and see if you still following us. Yeah. Cause whenever she comes out of the, the bar, she goes like in the alley out of the bar. And she sees the red cloaked devil guy mm-hmm. on the other side of the fence. And that's when she thinks it's Sam, isn't it? Like that, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. 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 Like, I don't know if she thought it was Sam or just like was scared of this fucking guy in this red mm-hmm. cloak. Just yeah. Cause he sent there. a picture. He's like, Oh, guess what I'm being for Halloween. And then he sent that. that yeah. Weird I don't really know how to describe it, but um, you know, and then she's seen that, the devil guy but she only really saw like the cloak mm-hmm. um and then so she texted him was like sam and then she looked over at him just to see if he would like look at his phone and respond but he never did yeah yeah so yeah i think they must have been scoping them out then mm-hmm. but it's like why what about this group made you want to pick them yeah yeah i don't know but it kind of goes back to like the houses october built too right like they get followed around by this that's group true. Of, of people with a haunted house, but that's true. Yeah. They might also like feed on people's vulnerabilities. Like she was having a rough time with her boyfriend and stuff. Like she didn't even want to go like Harper didn't even want to go to this party in the first place. And, you know, it was just feeling rough about going and maybe they feed off of that somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like when they got to the haunted house, I like how, there was like other people like ahead of them, like more, more people were at the haunted house than just them. So it wasn't yeah. just like they scoped out just these, you know, f- six people. Mm-hmm. 
So do you think that the people that went in before them died as well? Well, we saw one of them die, right? Oh, yeah, at the beginning. Or at least get scolded by the witch. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right. And then got burnt by that. She got that poker, the burnt poker. Yeah, yeah. That that was Mallory, though. No, no, she, she, Mallory took the poker, like, right through the skull. Oh, yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. Like, Like whenever Evan walks in and just fucking, yeah, plays right into the glass. Yeah, but, like, in the beginning when, um, like, when they first go in, there's that, like, I guess, like, witch lady, and she had that, like, she stuck that poker in the, in fire i think and she like heated it up yeah. and then burnt that one person yeah and then they closed like the yeah. curtain so that would have been like one of the ones mm-hmm. that went in before they did yeah likely yeah yeah that's true makes you wonder how they can get away with this like how has nobody figured it out yet <clears throat> yeah like they go up to it and they're like rules for the uh the haunted house are like pretty legit except mm. for the uh the like okay, you got to take your cell phones and put in this like lockbox. It's like, that's kind of weird. Like you kind of, I think I've heard of that before though, with stuff like that, because they don't want you to record like what you're going, like what you're seeing. Yeah. Cause it adds like, you don't, they don't want it to be put up on like YouTube or something like that. And then take away the element of surprise for other people that are going. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember like when I went, cause I've been to like here in Ottawa, I guess Saunders farm and there's also proof farm, which is out in like the East end of Ottawa. Yeah. And um, I remember you had to sign like those forms and stuff, like kind of like what they had to do. So it kind of reminded me of going there. Yeah. Um, you're not to give up your cell phone, but they like, they had some pretty strict rules about recording just so that you wouldn't ruin it for anyone else. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So um, let's just go through the, the different uh, workers that were there. Okay. So you had the clown guy who was like kind of the um, like ticket giver and like kind of, he kind of seemed at first, like he was the main guy behind it a bit. I kind of, I, yeah, I saw him as more the leader because he's a lot of like behind the scenes shit. Like you don't really see him killing anybody throughout. Yeah. And then you get the devil, devil guy mm-hmm. who kind of does most of the killing um and he reveals his his face first to everybody yeah. um then you have a ghost who when i first watched it i like legit thought that he was just a guy working there that was trying to help them yeah he plays that part really well he did mm-hmm. like what did you think of that patina yeah i thought so too like i thought that he was just trying to help them out and maybe like he kind of got, you know, caught up into it himself and just didn't have a way to get out of it and just wanted to help them out. Yeah. And, but then at the same time, I was kind of skeptical. I was like, "Mm, I don't know if this is just an act. Like, like how do you work at this place and not know what's going on? Yeah, exactly. And like, why help that group when there's already probably other people that went in before that you didn't bother help. Yeah. Um, and then there was a zombie who had like a chainsaw in this pretty sick room. Like you go down the slide and there's like all these speakers at the top, like in the wall. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. I like that one. Uh, then you had the witch, witch girl. And then I think at the very end, there was a vampire guy, except he 
was just kind of like a recruit. Yeah. Yeah. See him. I believed. Yes. Yes. Like he actually like, he seemed like he was helping them. Like he was trying to find a gun and Mm -hmm. well, and then he ends up dying by that gun. But, um, but yeah, like I, I feel like he was legitimately trying to help them. Yeah. Cause he says, um, that they said that he had to kill someone to get his face or earn his face. Yeah. So what do you think his body or his facial modifications would have been? Definitely um, like his teeth sharpened, obviously. Yeah. And like maybe his nose would have been like maybe like curved a bit Mm -hmm. and like his eyes maybe like kind of deepened, kind of like how ghosts were a bit. Maybe. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I agree with that. Like that stereotypical like vampire look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of Ghost after he took the mask off? Uh, I, I thought Clown was the scariest until I fucking saw Ghost. Yeah, that's. I actually wrote that down too when I was taking notes. Like first, I was like, "Oh God, there's clowns in this. I hate clowns." Like, <laughs> out. And then he took his mask off, and I was like, "Oh shit! Like that's worse. That's ten times worse." Yeah, <laughs> like he looks like he legit took a blowtorch to his face and like yeah. just burned every part of his face off. Ugh. Yeah. The so, thing. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say the thing I didn't like about Ghost was like I felt like his true face looked like a mask still. Like I feel like you could tell that it was yeah. an actor wearing a mask. Definitely more than the other yeah uh, characters. Um, but yeah, like his because during it when he's like helping them, he tells them like. He gives them the key. He gives Harper the key for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. It's like progressive story maybe. But then he asks him like, oh, do you want to me to take my mask off? Or no, they, they tell him to take his mask off and he doesn't. And mm-hmm. then when he's outside with Evan, whenever he makes it through and he has the hammer in his hand and their phones are gone. And he's like, you wanted to see my face? And Evan's like freaked out. He's like, no, no, I'm good, man. <laughs> and then he just takes his mask off and he says, it's a work in progress. So maybe there's more to his face that's like going to happen. Yeah. Cause I feel like, well, he calls himself Mitch too. It's like, yeah, I feel like he's the newest one besides that vampire recruit guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he definitely seems like the youngest one out of all of them. Like age wise, and also, yeah, um, like in how long he's been there for, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> the, that fucking kill was so gross. Oh, dude, <laughs> I wanted to talk about that so bad. Yeah, like I forgot about it when he so just, did I, like uh, Mitch or whatever ghost is like over his head, and he just, I don't you know, like kind of rages and like, I don't know, just like sticks the. The hammer, the claw. Mouth, the claw, yeah, and just starts tearing. Oh man, yeah. So like he puts the the claw hammer like up into the roof of his mouth and just like pulls it from his mouth to the top of his skull. Yeah, but I don't. And think it was slow see, too. You see all of it. You see like up until like his nose, maybe. Yeah, but even like just that was. Oh man, was so gross. I found with a lot of the kills in this movie, like. 
every two seconds I was looking at Brooke, I was like, shit. Like I felt that one. Like the, oh yeah. Like, a lot of them just looked so painful mm-hmm. and just, mm-hmm. ugh. yeah. Um, I thought for sure that the zombie was going to kill Evan because he like broke one of the rules whenever they go down the slide and uh, the chainsaw, the zombie is like, has a chainsaw. Oh yeah. He gets in his face and Evan pushes him. He's like, get on my bow, man. Then Yatri says, like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the zombie guy just, like, kind of stares at him. He gives him, like, the Michael Myers head tilt a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you want to fucking go, bro? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, what was your favorite part of the haunted house? Uh, Like, favorite room? Yeah, let's go with that, yeah. I liked the escape room at the end. Like where Harper has to try and escape it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I feel like the clues were very uh, juvenile or elementary. Like, Oh yeah. Like we've done escape rooms before and like this one, like you'd have this solved in like five minutes. Oh yeah. I got to say one thing about this scene, whenever she finds the clues like on the wall, <laughs> why the fuck does she have to ha- use a mirror <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I read it in two seconds just myself. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I know what that says. And then she takes the mirror out and she adds like a full on like three minutes to that <laughs> for each clue. And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, I was like, the word, the letters are so big. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so that, like, yeah, it's backwards, but I mean, you can read it the way it is. Yeah, exactly. The only thing I can think is like maybe it's an extra clue, like that you have to be looking at the one part of the room whenever you turn around. Yeah, maybe. That's but, true. Yeah. But yeah, like I had that exact same thought. Like just fucking read it on the wall. You don't need the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um <clears throat> also like as I was watching it, she crawls under the bed whenever she hears someone break through the door. And at first I was like, well, that's a stupid spot to hide. But then it did the flashback of whenever she was a kid and she used to hide from her dad under the bed. So I was like, oh, okay, this is like her safe spot. It's not just like one of those stupid horror movie tropes where she's hiding under a bed thinking she's not going to get caught. Mm -hmm. It's like this is something that she's reverted back to from her childhood. I thought for sure there was going to be something underneath the bed there to get her. Like either side there or there was going to be like some sort of hammer or blade that would like swing out from the top part of the bed and just get her. Because that was a really high bed. It is, yeah. And, like, you know, they showed, like, the like they had, like, this one part where they showed for, you know, I'd say, like, an abnormal amount of time, like, just the top part of the bed. And I'm like, okay, something's going to happen. But it didn't. Yeah. And uh, I was wondering, too, like, when she's under the bed and she has the key and the guy starts trying to get in, like, why she didn't just, like, oh, I'll put the key in the lock and, like, unlock it and try to go through. Yeah, I, was I guess she would have well. been fucked anyway because there was nothing there but a gun. Like I think it was just a dead end anyway. Like I don't think you were meant to get out of this haunted house. No. Yeah, like that shotgun blast is definitely meant to kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But the witch also said, whenever she escapes, she said, "Do you think you're the first one that's ever made it this far?" Hmm. Because the witch was waiting for them whenever they climbed up that ladder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she got fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Harper just slams <laughs> the fucking door into her head. Oh, man. Um, um, What was your favorite part of the haunted house? 
I think mine was whenever you had to put your arm through the hole into the, to like guess what body part it is. Cause like, I remember doing that at haunted houses, like when I was like a kid and stuff. Yeah. Or like at like school, like your teacher would like turn the lights off and you had to like go to the different stations and feel and guess what it is and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And uh, it also reminded me of uh, Saw 7, mm-hmm. whatever the one is. Um, but I also yeah. did like the the coffin kind of puzzle whenever they like got to go in the coffin and then close it to open the door behind them. So they're, yeah. they're kind of like suffocating, like not suffocating, but feeling uh, enclosed Cla- in that space. Claustrophobic. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What about you? What about Yeah. I think, yeah, that's what I was going to say, too, is the coffin one. Um, Just because I thought the idea was clever that, like, when you open the coffin door, then, like, there's another door that kind of, like, opens as soon as you shut it. So, like, you have to have somebody that, like, you have to go in completely. You can't have, like, one person holding the door open to make sure you get in okay. Like, you pretty much have to go in by yourself and you know, have to be vulnerable with that in that moment. Um, It grossed me out though. When Mallory uh, went in there and she shut the door and then she was trying to get through that other door, but then nothing was happening. And then the roof kind of opened up and then all the spiders came in. Oh my God. I, yeah, I don't do well with small spaces and I don't do well with spiders. So that if I was in that situation, (laughs) I would be freaking out. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good way of separating the group for sure. And mm-hmm. picking them off one by one. Exactly. Yeah. I thought it was funny whenever they were all after after Mallory, they see Mallory get fucked up by that spear thing. Great um, Joe. Yeah, it was. Did not see that coming the first time yeah. I watched it. But then they're all sitting in there like freaking out and they get Evan to try and pick the locks and then he like can't and he's like, I'm not fucking Robert De Niro from Heat. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and I thought it was kind of dumb whenever Evan sees like the crowbar thing, like on the other side of the fence and he gets Angela to put her arm through to grab it. It's like, okay, obviously something's going to happen to her fucking hand. Yeah. That was another, that was a point I wanted to bring up too. Like there's no way, cause there's a curtain that's closed on the other side yeah. and like, you can only see the little slit that he's been able to open up. Like there's no way I'd be sticking my hand under there. After I just watched my friend get a fire poker through the head. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. And uh, the uh, the Angela kill was really gruesome as well. And um, was that with the, uh, the that was with pit- the pitchfork? Yeah. 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 And uh, I like how Harper does not try and do anything to like stop it or, you know, help her. <laughs> <laughs> Harper is like, kind of stupid she in is. part in parts of this yeah um also i thought it was super dumb that whenever uh who's the what's the one guy's name not evan but the main guy um nathan nathan whenever he kind of escapes and then he's in the room where the clown is and then he comes out and grabs the cell phone and ghosts in there with him and he has like the cell phone behind his hand and then he like texts the location to 
Sam like behind his back. I'm like, there's no way you'd be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. Like this isn't T4 typing anymore. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't even looking either. Like I was looking to see like if he was like doing like a little glance down because I was like, oh, he's going to get caught. But like he didn't even glance down at it. I'm like, there's no way that you could do that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like you got to really know your iPhone. not yours. Yeah. Too. Like yeah. that's true. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. There's a couple minor plot holes in this, like, like that one. And yeah, there's another not like major, but they're like mm-hmm. kind of like a head scratcher. Like, really? Yeah. It's funny when I was, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go. Okay. okay. Um, when I was looking through, uh, cause I just wanted to look up just a quick summary of the movie before we started today. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I was looking for that, I found another thing that I guess somebody caught in the movie. Um, so I guess, um, when the character's phones were being checked before destroyed, the first phone that they dropped said Monday, November 20th. And all the other phones said November 1st, which would have been oh, really? the date being after the midnight of Halloween. Yeah. So I found that pretty clever that somebody picked up on that um, mm-hmm. and shared that. Like, I would never have caught that. But <laughs> it's kind of a cool little tidbit. Yeah. Nice little goof. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was going to say, like, going back to Harper being stupid at some points throughout this, like, whenever she gets out of that escape room, so with this shotgun that's tied up on the other end of this hallway, so it's it plays the Jack in the Box theme. And at the end of the song, the shotgun fires. So she yeah. knows when it's going to fire, obviously, because this is whenever she killed Devil, too. Yeah. Um, with the shot, like she held him in front of the shotgun blast. Yeah. So then she stands up and she's running or walking towards the end of the hallway towards this shotgun. And the song is like going on and then it like comes to the very end of it. And she just puts her hand up. Yeah. Like you think that your yeah. hand is going to stop <laughs> bullets from a shotgun. Yeah. And I was I thinking don't think so. too, like the hallway is pretty fucking long. Like would a shotgun reach that far? Like I've never shot a shotgun or a gun before in my life, but you know, yeah, I think it would because it's it's not like a bird shot or anything like that. Like it looked like a twelve gauge, so I f- feel like it would like it would scatter, but it I think it would still be able to hit fairly accurately. Yeah. But yeah, it is a pretty far shot. Yeah. Um, I wish that we saw more of the room at the end that Harper is in with all like the the nails in the, the ground and the, like the knives hanging and shit like that. Like you don't yeah, really yeah. get to see a good look of it, but like that whole room was fucked oh up. God. Like she, mm-hmm. she steps on the nail. Like, Oh yeah. yeah we Kevin, felt Kevin McAllister made that room. <laughs> <laughs> like like there's that sticky shit on the floor too. Yeah. The sticky shit. Like when she drove the nail up her heel and then like when she fell down and her hands hit the sticky shit and it ripped like the skin off of her palms. Oh my God. Mm. Ugh. Yeah. Awful. I like that little trap door too at the end, like with the knives. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Kind of like a guillotine type thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have been a hell of a lot more effective if they didn't have to like saw through this rope to have it drop. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the, the first time I watched it, because <clears throat> at the start, you see them setting up like a tripwire. Like you see somebody setting up a tripwire. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought like the first time I watched this, that she was going to go through that door, hit the tripwire and the door was going to slam down. Yeah. yeah. But obviously that's not what happened. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like near the end, the, uh, is ghost, how does ghost get killed? Does he get shot? Hmm. Fuck. Or does he die? Oh, no, that was the that was the zombie. Nathan killed the zombie with the baseball bat. Um, actually, before we get to that, how about the fucking the reveal at the end, near the end, whenever uh, Bailey turns out to be like the fucking the one with like the demon mask on? Yeah, man, that was really like that was sad as fuck. Yeah, like I did not see that coming the first time I watched it, and I even now I kind of like kind of forgot a little bit mm-hmm. about that because you see that mask a couple times throughout the movie yeah you do so like you really don't think it's going to be like you i like you don't expect that twist no and she's she's like walking through like the haunted house like she knows the place so you just think it's it's like the main guy or something who's going to take care of harper yeah like it almost seems like that guy's the boss yeah because yeah. uh was it Clown? Who was it that came up to him and said, are you ready? It was, uh, was it Clown? I can't no, it was Ghost. Was. I feel like it was Ghost. Was it? Yeah. Um, I'm looking through the plot synopsis here to see. Mitch attacks Nathan while Harper battles the chainsaw. Harper manages to shoot the zombie and rescue Nathan from Mitch. Because then the witch dies after that. And then they both. So Clown sets the whole place on fire. So maybe Mitch is like stuck in there. Or maybe he gets away. Or maybe if there's a haunt too. Yeah. That'd be. I don't know. Yeah. Um, So yeah, Sam, Sam ends up showing up at uh, this place and he kind of walks in and he trips um walks through a tripwire which shoots a fucking screw into his neck (laughs) (laughs) yeah he doesn't last long no he doesn't clown just comes up and smashes his hand with a cinder block and then just like fucking hammer swings the sledgehammer into his head yeah he swung it like a croquet mallet yeah it was yeah um the one scene that i really like too is whenever nathan was getting attacked by the zombie and uh, Harper Harper grabs the machete and like slams it into his, or Nathan grabs the machete and slams it into his arm. And then Harper comes up with the sledgehammer and like hammers the machete. So it's like going like right through his arm and yeah. into a, into a wall on the other side. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, Bettina got a new catchphrase in this movie too. Okay. Whenever Nathan, <laughs> whenever Nathan hits the zombie with a baseball bat, she just like, "That's a homer." <laughs> uh, yeah. Get going, ball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of remind me of a uh, signs. Uh, shout out to our boy Robbie. Yeah. Um. Whenever he just 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 swing away. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So. Yeah, do you want to just talk about the ending of the movie? 
Sure. I was going to ask you what your favorite kill was. Ooh, my favorite kill. Probably uh, um, Angela's kill when she gets the the pitchfork like through the head. Okay. Because like it doesn't shy away from it. Well, like not none of the kills shy away from it, but I just feel like her like it's up close and personal. You just see the the one like fork go through like her eyeball almost. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, uh, Bettina? Yeah, I would say that was my favorite one too because like. With that, when it gets really up close, like, to her face and stuff, too. So, like, you really see, like, when it goes down in there, like, you really see everything kind of... Shift? Yeah. <laughs> like, you, yeah. her eyeballs almost, like, turn with the pitchfork. Yeah, and, like, the expression on her face, like, all the life just goes out of her. Yeah. You know? Like, that was... It was just very, like, up close and personal type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like the one with the witch because it was just, like... They were just so fed up with her at that point. And they're like, let's just <laughs> smack her head with this thing and just get it done. Like, <laughs> yeah. I wish you saw more of the witch's face. Cause they kind of like, just like break her mask, like a bit. Yeah. Away. But uh, yeah. What about you, man? Uh, I got to go with that fucking hammer kill. Oh, on, nice. On Evan. I just feel like it was super creative. Like it's not, it's not a kill that you see happen ever i don't think like no normally when people kill somebody with a hammer they're just like bludgeoning them and like i feel like this one really took a turn and you don't expect it yeah like just rip his fucking face off with it do you think he was already dead at that point no no okay because he hits him once with it right like yeah regularly so i think he like at the very most was knocked out and then he gave a big old rip yeah fair (laughs) enough um yeah let's get into the ending of this movie uh what what did you think of it um i wish there was more of it yeah i wanted to see like she her and her friends just went through like a full night of torture and then she ends up killing clown within like 30 seconds like i wish that she would have really taken her anger out on him and like fucked with him hard yeah and then ultimately killed him like, I just feel like they ended it really fast. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Like, it just felt like, um, you know, she just kind of set up that one kind of trap and then it was just over. Yeah. And it was kind of the one that got her too, like with the nails in the floor and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you think, well, so do you think she knew that Clown was still alive then? That was another question too that I had. Like, how did she know someone was going to be coming? Because like she sees the nurse at the hospital, like give her her uh, like I don't know form to like sign in or whatever it is, and then she sees that she like wrote her address and then remembers that she gave her address when she filled in the uh, the release forms or whatever the the waivers for the yeah the waivers yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah, like she clued in like, oh, shit, we've killed everybody in here, but we never killed that clown guy that was at the very beginning. Yeah, he was doing all kinds of background shit. Like he was the one that was going through all the phones and stuff like he wasn't really in there doing a lot of like the the damage. Like you really only Mm -hmm. see him in the beginning, like when or they only see him in the beginning when he just kind of let them in. And then all the other stuff, he was just kind of like hidden away. Yeah. All this like little prep shit. So Mm -hmm. probably just didn't think of it. I mean, they, they went through all that 
torture by all those other people. They're just like, yeah, the clown, whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh, So, I mean, I I guess there's some, like, you'd have to have in the back of your mind that he's still alive and he's going to be coming after you. mm -hmm. And he has your address. Yeah. 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 I like how she, like, doesn't, you know, like, her, she lives with her mom, obviously, because she goes back. And throughout the movie, she's telling her friends that, or the Nathan, I think at least, that she's scared to go home because she doesn't want to open the door and her dad be there. Yeah. And then she goes back home and her mom is there. So it's like, did she just give her mom a heads up? Like, oh, hey, uh, this clown guy is still alive. So I'm going to set up these <laughs> deadly traps in your house. And, you know, he's going to come back anytime now. So I was going to shoot him with the shotgun <laughs> we have just on the fucking wall. Just watch your step. Yeah, exactly. Watch your step. <laughs> There's glue everywhere, you know. <laughs> Be careful. It'll rip yeah. the skin right off you. <laughs> and also like how point. Nathan gives uh, Bailey's ring to um, uh, Harper. Like pretty much like reminding her like, oh yeah, I killed my best <laughs> friend. Thanks, uh, thanks for reminding <laughs> me. That's actually Harper's ring though. What? It's what Harper's it? ring. Yeah. Because yeah. Bailey borrowed it from her at the very beginning. Oh, so that's why. Okay. Because it was important that's... to her because her mom gave it to her. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. See, and this is one, another thing too, like not a problem that I have, but like it kind of makes me wonder, like throughout the whole movie, they make you believe that her parents are dead. Like, yeah. Like that's she true. has her, she has her mom's ring, which is really important to her. Whenever her and Nathan first meet, he says like, yeah, I don't talk to my parents either. And the look on her face was like, yeah, I don't either, but it's because they're dead. Mm-hmm. Like that was the kind of feel that you got from it. Yeah. And then at the end, it's just like, there's her mom at the door. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. And like all the heroics too, by Nathan to like get the ring back for her, like, and all that stuff. Like it, it would make you think, oh, well, this is her like one last heirloom that she has from her mom or like, her yeah. Mom, you know? Yeah. 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 I don't know why they played it off. Like they were dead throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think about the, the ending? It definitely felt, felt rushed. I think because it all like happens so fast. Like she's in the hospital and then she like remembers that she gave her address to them. And then all of a sudden like clown shows up at her house and then steps on the, the nails and he's dead. And it's just like, yeah, it just felt rushed and kind of like, I think they, they could have drawn out a few more scenes in the movie to make it like a bit longer. Like I wish it was like, maybe like another 15 minutes long, maybe. Yeah. 10 to 15 minutes would have been perfect. I think. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's like it's still a great movie, but I just felt like the ending was kind of rushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I feel like too, like the ending, like where he got killed, like she went through that whole haunted house. It was it was hell for her, and like they went through some crazy shit and like some crazy, you know, attempts to to be killed themselves, and then you know that was the last thing that she decided to do to kill the clown was just like that one little mm-hmm. setup mm-hmm. compared to like all the other shit that they put her through, it was kind of like, okay. Yeah. And it also felt kind of like hokey a bit. Like I was just waiting, like after she killed them for her to be like groovy, (laughs) (laughs) you know, 
the fact that she got her revenge, it was like, oh, you go, girl. Like, yeah, it was great. But yeah, I think they definitely could have stretched out and, you know, just made it a little bit more of a, you know, made more of a show of it. Mm -hmm. Or they're kind of making her seem maybe like they felt like they needed to have like a final girl in it. Mm-hmm. Because like through the movie, you don't really like see her as a final girl. And then like made this kind of like, all right, let's see her get her revenge and like kill this yeah. guy. And it's like, hooray. <laughs> she, yeah. Cause like she, she has her turning point. Like whenever she kills the witch and like, that's the only part where you're like, fuck yeah, she's a badass. Yeah. But like up until that point, it's just like, she's just crying her way through this place. Like she's not, she doesn't have that like final girl attitude until she bashes the witch's face in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. She has like this kind of like meek kind of personality, like very yeah. quiet, very kind of mousy to be yeah. honest. Kind of reminded me of Rory Gilmore from Gilmore girls <laughs> a little bit. I don't know why, but that's what she kind of reminded me of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I like that she had that transition. It's just like, I don't know. Because she's at that point where she's just like, fuck it, I've had enough. I've suffered abuse my entire life. It's time for me to fight back. But yeah, she just didn't have that strong personality throughout the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. On the other hand, though, it was kind of cool just to see her grow into it. Like, by the time that you know, she bashed that witch in the face. She was like, no, I'm fucking done. Like no one fucks with me again. Mm-hmm. And like, that's where I think a sequel would be interesting. Like, let's just say Mitch is still alive and he sets up this like new haunt. Yeah. And, and she's the main character again. And they somehow managed to lure her in or they're coming to her or something like that. It would be interesting to see if they kept that, that portrayal of her towards the end of this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it'd be cool to see her in that badass role throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Is that all? I think so. Anything else you want to add? I don't think so. Yeah. I I think think, uh, we broke it down pretty good. All right. Want to head into the reviews then? Let's do it. All right. Bettina, you've listened to enough of these episodes, I think. You know how it goes. Yeah. I fucking hope so. <laughs> you better be our number one fan. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, story, I gave a six out of ten. Okay. Um, do you want the explanations like after I put my rating or do you want to hear all the ratings and then I can explain? No, we'll get your explanation for this one now and then. Okay. Um, so story six out of 10, um, I thought it was a cool idea because like I've gone to a few haunted houses and, you know, you go there expecting to be scared and like to get that thrill, but then you don't expect like the acts to be actually fulfilled and actually have to go through the haunted house and be kind of like, you know, the victim at the end. Um, Mm -hmm. so I thought that was really, I thought that the story, um, was really interesting. Um, Quality, I gave 7 out of 10. I thought the acting was really good. Um, it had like a creepy vibe to it. Um, and I l- really liked it. Um, scare rating, I gave a 6 Whoa, out of 10. Hold well. up, hold oh, up, hold what? up. What? We're not in the scare section yet. Oh, sorry. You're demoted 
to number four fan now. Uh, it's okay. You're not the first person to do that. <laughs> well, because I asked Brooke yesterday, I'm like, okay, the ratings, I need what? Story? And he said, story, quality, scare. So that's what I listed yes. it out as. All right. We'll pass it on to Brooke. We'll pass the buck on to Brooke. Ha. It's your fault, Brooke. All right. I'll take it. <laughs> All right. What's, uh, what's your review? So I gave the story a 7 out of 10. I thought it was a cool take on Haunted House flicks. Um, I felt like the villains had a reason to do the killings. Like, they see everyone else as freaks, and, like, they're they're hiding behind, like, their own mask, and they're not, mm-hmm. like, their true selves. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the story of abuse was pretty well told, and... Um, the main character Harper like portrayed that well. Um, there wasn't really any other character development at all from like any of the other characters really, except for maybe Bailey a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then like some stupid choices by the characters as well in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and for quality, I gave a nine out of 10, um, really well done horror movie. You can tell Eli, Eli Roth was behind the scenes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the makeup is well done and the gore. I thought the acting was good for being, I don't know. Would you call this a B movie? Probably. I guess. Eh? I don't know if I'd call it a B movie because like, like with Eli Roth's hand in it, like, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe. Cause it's like, it's not, well, you can't even call it straight to DVD. It's not even that. Like, yeah, it's straight to shutter, but it's just, it, I, I guess. Of, yeah. Like an indie movie, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, um, yeah. And then also for story, like I just thought the ending was not that well done, like kind of rushed. We've talked mm-hmm. about that. Uh, so, yeah, 7 out of 10 for story and quality and 9 out of 10. All right. Cool. Um, fuck. Okay. I gave my story a 7 out of 10 okay. as well. Uh, mainly because of like how I talked about earlier, like Harper's backstory and whatnot and how they brought it through the movie. Um, But I almost want to put it up to an eight because of one of your points that made me realize other stuff throughout the movie. Like how you said that the killers see these other people as like freaks because they put up these different facades. And it made me, it made me think like, like as you were talking, I was thinking, okay, like, what's this person hiding? What's this person hiding? Or like, so like with Nathan, he's an athlete. So in my mind, he probably has a lot of pressure from his parents right? to be like an all-star athlete. And maybe that's why he's not talking to them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Evan is overweight. So he's hiding behind like a comedic factor yep. to like hide depression, maybe because of his weight. Yeah, And then like uh, the, the other girls, I'm not too sure about like, I feel like there's one that has that like slutty horror trope. So maybe she's hiding something there and Bailey, I don't know, but like those ones, those two like really came to mind. Yeah. For me. So I like, I like what you said about that. So I might bump it up. All right. So I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it an eight, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but uh, yeah, I mean, I've already talked about why I really like this movie. Like the main reason why, um, 
there are a few plot holes which take some points away from it, but I mean, all in all, it's not a, a movie breaking plot hole at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I gave my quality an eight out of 10 as well. Um, yeah. Everything that you've said is spot on for me. Like the kills are great. The gore is great. The effects are great. Um, not much of a score to it, but um, yeah. it has that super creepy, creepy atmosphere. Um, maybe the quality could have been increased with a better musical soundtrack to it. Yeah. But I mean, all in all, it's a great movie. So we'll give the story an 8 out of 10 and the quality an 8 out of 10. Sweet. All right. So now that you know our scores, let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what the critics have scored it. So the critics' consensus, Haunt is spooked by the spirits of its obvious influences, but still packs enough thrills and chills to satisfy horror fans up for a haunted house excursion. Nice. So with that being said... Um, Brooke, I'll get you to do the critics and Bettina, how about you guess the audience? Unless you guys have already looked at it. No, I haven't. I haven't either. Okay. Brooke? Um, I will say the critics gave this a, you know, I'm going to go 72. <laughs> You're getting good at this. Uh, 70%. Okay. On 46 ratings. Nice. So I feel like if, if this movie came out 20 years ago, I feel like it would have got a way lower rating from the critics. I feel like critics these days are more open to like these indie type B movies. I think. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I guarantee you're not going to come close to this. For audience, yeah. I would say. 75%? Wow. What? On how many now, ratings? Yeah, I was going to say, this is a kicker. There's only eight ratings. <laughs> Damn. Well, but that's still pretty cool. Like, Yeah, it is. Because like with the, I get, yeah, how would they do that? Because usually with like the new Rotten Tomatoes, you have to like prove like your movie ticket or something, right? Something like that. Oh, do you? Yeah, because like you have to prove that you've actually seen it. Yeah, yeah, because they changed that. I think it was this year or last year, where you had to okay. like prove that you watch it because like a bunch of movies, you know, they would get kind of like Metacritic and like video games. Like people can just go on and just give them a bad review, right? Yeah. So I think I may have to look at, into that further, but I think that's that's a thing. Hmm. But anyway, that's still cool. That is cool. Yeah, I was pretty surprised when I saw that. Does that ever happen? Like, I to be honest, I never really check out the reviews for a lot of movies. Like, does that happen often where, like, everyone, yeah. like, gets 100? There is a lot of movies that have 100%. Yeah. It's usually from the critics, though. Usually from critics. Okay. Yeah. So, for audiences, though, is that usually, like, does that happen a lot where, like, you get a lot of people agreeing that it's a great movie? Well, yeah. I th- I think this, this is the first 100% that we've had on our show. Oh, right? yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Wow. Like we've had like ninety sevens and ninety eights, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you add like an extra like three hundred thousand ratings to this, chances are it's not going to be a hundred percent anymore. Yeah, right. But cool. yeah. All right, you guys ready for that scare section? Sure. Let's do it. Where Bettina can actually give her scare rating now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so I would say I gave it a 6 out of 10. Um, I found that because it had that, like, aspect of, like, the haunted houses, like, I felt like I could put myself in their shoes and, you know, the next time I go to a haunted house, I'm going to be a little bit skeptical. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, for me, I find, like, for a lot of horror movies, I don't really find them overly scary because, like, I know that it's fake. But just the fact that, like, I could put myself in their shoes and, like, it's something that a lot of people have kind of experienced and, you know, people are going to think twice about going and they're going to look at the characters a little bit differently after seeing it. So um, the fact that I can apply it to my life and, like, to my experiences, I think, makes it a little bit scarier for me. Definitely. Um, What was your scariest scene? Um, I would say it not really so much scariest like honestly the clowns always get me so like any scene with the clown in it um (laughs) I also didn't like well the scene a lot of the time as well like the the ones that I find the goriest often scare me a lot um so for me it was I think the worst one for me was when she went and stepped on those nails with her ankles and it kind of went up her foot and then she fell and then got her hands stuck on that glue and then ripped the skin off of her hands. To me, that was, that was pretty traumatizing. I could feel that. So yeah. 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 Cause that, that skin peel was slow. Oh, and <laughs> oh like, man. If yeah. you've ever been like, I, as a kid, you know, I play a lot with like glue and crafts and stuff and like super glue. If you ever had like, say for example, your fingers kind of stuck together with super glue mm-hmm. and like you try and take them apart you sometimes get that where like your skin kind of rips a little bit. And like, I had that before in my childhood. So like when her, you know, the whole skin off of her hands had ripped off, I was like, Oh my God. Like, yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah. You go into full blown panic mode whenever the super glue <laughs> sticks to your oh fingers. My God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you think you would survive? Honestly? No. Like I, Yeah. The moment, like, if I was that girl that went into that one casket with the spiders and everything, that would have been end zone for me. I would have been like, no, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, I would have been trying to find a way out at that point. Um, but I don't think I would survive just because I feel like I would panic and just get too hung up and too caught up in my head. Um, also, I feel like it, like it, it reminded me kind of like of an escape room where you're trying to figure out a way out and you're trying to you know, put all the clues together to find a way out. And I suck at those. So I feel like I would just, yeah, I would not survive. All right, Brooke, you want to go through it? Sure. Don't know how I followed that up because that was pretty fucking good. (laughs) More brownie points. Yeah, Yeah. no kidding. Really layering it on tonight. (laughs) Um, For the scare rating, I gave a two out of 10. Damn. Okay. Uh, wasn't really scary, but uh, some really grotesque scenes and like all of the uh, body modifications were really gross and disturbing. So uh, maybe a three out of ten. All right. Uh, for our scariest scene, um, whenever Ghost uh, kills Evan and he pulls his mask off for the first time and then he uses the hammer claw to rip his face off. That was really fucking gross. and would i survive i put no way i would make it out of that hell house llc yeah (laughs) 
No, because I think like there's it, that house is meant for you not to get out. So mm-hmm. yeah, there was no way I get out. Or yeah, it's almost like they have an answer for everything that they did. Exactly. All right, I gave my scare rating a five out of ten. Damn. I said it's not shit your pants scary, but like there's definitely some good creepy atmosphere and super intense kills throughout it. Yeah. Um, some mild jump scares. Uh, and um, like the makeup underneath the masks was really well done and scary. Uh, there was some tense moments too, like whenever she's hiding under the bed and whatnot. Yeah. Like, I mean, you get that whole horror trope of hiding under the bed, but like I said previously, like there's a reason why she did it. And I think that took away like the stupidity of it and made it feel more real and like something that she would actually do. It's not just like hiding under the bed, like, Oh, the killer's never going to find me here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, five out of 10, uh, my scary scene, Brooke, I'm, I had the same one as you. I think like as much as I said that ghosts mask or face underneath his mask, looked like a person wearing a mask like it was really fucking creepy looking it was like his skin was all white and like he didn't have a nose his eye sockets were like sunken right in like he just he looked really creepy um so yeah that whole scene with him whenever he takes his mask off i gotta go with that plus it was my favorite kill in the movie so and would i survive i said i'm on the fence with it okay I thought about this question a lot while I was watching the movie. Yeah. And like, there's some scenes where I was like, okay, you're an idiot. Um, why are you doing this? You should be doing this. Um, like there's just some spots throughout the movie where I was just like, yeah, you could easily figure your way out of this one. But then like at the same time, like how I said before with yours, like they had an answer for everything. So it's like, it's like they were always two steps ahead of um, like the main people in the house. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm on the fence. 50, 50. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So as with most of our um, guest episodes, we have our double, double questions. Yes, for sir. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? Uh, you can go first. All right. Question number one. Why are you dating this asshole? Wow. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, my real question one, this is going to be hard for you. Okay. It's a fuck, Mary kill question. Okay. The gypsy from drag me to hell. Justin long in Tusk. Oh. After after the transformation, or the creep and the creeper from Cheapers Creepers. Um, let me think. I think I would marry Tusk because he's pretty like dedicated. That's a good um, and you don't have to have sex with him either. You could just be like exactly. He could just be like a, a nice little companion, you know? Yeah, that you go visit at Marineland or wherever. Kind of like Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, to be honest, I've never seen Jeepers Creepers. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know what he looks like, though? No. All right. Damn it. Here, hold up. I got you. All right. 
And what does the gypsy look like? <laughs> I haven't seen that one either. What I thought you I thought you watched it with Brooke. That's the creeper. He can also fly. And gypsy person. Did you guys not watch that together? I don't, I think she was um, reading or something in the background. Oh, that lady. I remember now. No, I'd kill her. I'd fuck the other guy. There you <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. No, like she, she, yeah, no. There's no way. We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. So my first question is, if you were to be adopted by a horror villain, who would you choose? Um, Damn, you got me thinking now, too. Yeah, that's a <laughs> tough one. It's a really tough one. Um, Mark's clock is ticking. I can hear it in the background. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark, if you have an answer, you can uh, hop in. All right. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Could be anyone. Um, I would say, what was that guy's name from Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Leatherface. Leatherface. Yeah. All, All right. right. All right. He'd be a good protector. Yeah. Then yeah, could wear your skin. Exactly. <laughs> Do you have an answer, Mark? I don't know. It's a tough question. Like it is, it is because like you're just kind of thinking. You're like, okay, which one would be like most supportive, or that would like integrate me with their kind of fucked up ways? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna say Hannibal Lecter. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. Oh, I should have thought of that one before. That he's got one. like he's got that intelligent as- aspect to him. Like I feel like he would. I don't know, teach you his ways. Not that I want to be a cannibal, but <laughs> yeah. I feel like he'd be one of the lesser likely to kill you. Yeah. If he had that like strong connection with you. Unless he had some fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> something to go with that. Very Good nice. thing I drink and I don't have the greatest liver. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Bettina, I asked this question to all of our guests. Mm-hmm. You're making your own horror movie. Who would you cast as your final girl and why? And it doesn't have to be a previous final girl, just any actress that comes to mind. Okay. Um, I'd say I would cast um, probably Angelina Jolie, just because she's always a badass in all of her movies. Okay. I like that. That's interesting. Like she's never been in a horror movie. So it's, yeah, it's weird. Cool like, uh-huh. yeah, like I find it so weird, but I just remember like, I loved watching, um, wanted. Mm-hmm. I love that movie with her and she was so badass in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I think she would make a good, a good final girl. It's something that she should think about doing in her career. At some point. <laughs> I like that answer. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. All right. My second question um, is one that I've never actually asked you mm-hmm. and kind of interesting. So what's your first horror movie memory? Um, let me think probably going to see the paranormal activity movies. I okay. remember going to see those with my friends in high school 
And we thought they were the scariest thing ever at the time because it just seemed like it was such a real thing, like we were watching a documentary or something. Um, so I just remember being scared shitless at the time of those movies um, and going with my friends to see it. And we'd all be screaming in the theaters and yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good answer. When that when the first one came out, uh, me and my buddies were in college, and we fell right into that hype of that it was real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so like we it's, went. Sorry, like go the ahead. way that the, it was like the Blair Witch Project all over again. Like they marketed it as like a real documentary. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we went into it thinking that it was real, and then we came out of it like scared shitless. And then like we all got back to our house and we were all talking about it. And then my one buddy went on imdb i think and he's like oh they're all fucking actors <laughs> <laughs> like oh that ruined it so much even like the trailers for it because they showed like the audience from like the few screenings they had yeah they never showed like actual clips from the movie yeah all it was was just the audience reactions to it yeah which is great marketing like you said yeah for sure i just remember in high school like there were some people that went to see it the first night that it came out. And I remember one guy was like, yeah, I had to leave the theater. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Like I was throwing up and the whole bit, like it was really like amped up at the time. And like, everyone was like, Oh man, like I went to see this. And it was almost like, you know, a rite of passage that you went to go and see this movie and you like live through it. (laughs) It was such a huge deal, but yeah, they're pretty good movies though. I like those ones, you know, they, they had a lot of jump scares and stuff in them and just, you know, stuff when you're at home, something falls down. You're like, Oh shit. What was that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like with the budget that they had for that first one, they did amazing. Obviously like it's the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. It's agreed. Or not the highest grossing, but it's like the movie that made the most money. Right. Like profit. Yeah. So I think they had like a budget of like $10,000 or something like that is insane. Yeah. Something nuts. All right. Cool. Is that it? I think that's it. Okie dokie. Thank you, Bettina, for joining us. Yeah, thank on you for such having me. Short notice. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> um but yeah, so you guys can find us on Instagram at a podcast on Elm Street. Uh, we're currently doing our Spooktober specials. This was not one of the scheduled ones. This is a backup plan, as I said previously. Um, but uh, keep your ears and eyes open in the next few weeks for our remaining three episodes that we had scheduled. Um, we have one coming out next week with Michael from We Love Horror. And then we have one with Chuck from Chuck Goes to the Movies. And then our last one is going to be with Josh from the Horror Movie Crew. And uh, we're really excited to do them. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, you guys can click the link in our bio on Instagram to find our Patreon accounts uh, where you can be a patron. And I want to give a quick shout out to all those people. So we have our boy, Josh, who has been uh, a longtime patron now. And then we have Jacob and Amara who have actually, they've been doing it for quite some time now too. And uh, we also have Chuck from Chuck Goes to the Movies and Anthony from Porcelain Peak. So thank all of you. Thank you, all of you. Um, We appreciate it more than you guys know. And you're really helping us out. And we love all of you. Yes, we do. And if you want to be cool like them and 
get access to our uh, patron-only episode. We're going to be covering Trick or Treat. Um, so, yeah, if you want to listen to that, uh, just uh, sneak some money over to us, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to be available for all tiers, so. Yep. Um. We don't really we don't know when we're going to record that, but it's definitely going to be before the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. Once we get a, an extra night that we can do it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that's it. Yeah, it's been great talking to you guys. And see you next time. See you later. <laughs>